that was uh, okay. Good, good. Clarence, Clarence Hill. I was just giving you just a tremendous, uh, tremendous intro uh, earlier that you uh, you may have missed, Clarence. But uh, uh, excellent work on Zeke Elliott, and um, boy, you were first to the punch about seven hours ago, and uh, it was uh, it was uh, always uh, always great to see and. Uh, Clarence, welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show, sir. Clarence and not Calvin. It's, you know, there's no mix up here, right? I know exactly who you are. Uh, yes, yeah. Only, only have now for the past what fifteen or twenty years. But yes, I know. We may have had some some interesting things happen here. But uh, <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? I, I got. How you doing? Okay. I wonder why I got a text from Calvin a minute ago. I was like, what is that about? <laughs> okay. Uh, Clarence Hill. We know him well. We love him. Clarence, this was, um, you've always been real early and quick to the table on news about Zeke, even his injury in the past. This one, though, um, the, you know, the fact that he's gone, I mean, we may have known, hey, this could happen, this was a possibility, but it's still a huge deal uh, now that it's happened. And, Clarence, what do, you, what do you think it came down to? Like, was there any talk or any thought that, hey, maybe he would take a significant pay cut, or did it not, did it not even get to that? Did the Cowboys not even really want to broach that subject? How did this all come to fruition? Well, I mean, I think there was a lot of talk about him wanting to take a pay cut or being willing to take a pay cut. I think that was on the table for him. You know, he didn't want to leave Dallas, and 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 his his dad had moved here, his sister's here in law school. Uh, he loves Dallas. His mom was trying to was trying to move here. I don't know if she's still going to move here now, but you know, it's just you know, he's got a, the family's this is his home base. I'm sure will continue to be his home base. But you know, I don't know that they ever. You know, and I've said all along, and I've I've said since the end of the season, I just didn't see a pass forward. You know, based on the numbers, based on the production. You know, and and you don't want to insult the guy. You know, and, and and so, what number can you reach with Ezekiel Elliott to 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 uh, be palatable for both sides? And I, I just didn't think they could ever get there. Uh, and, and I don't think they really even tried. At, at the end of the day, I know Jerry talked about it and wanting to go forward philosophically. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it was the best thing for both sides to move forward. Yeah, and uh, but boy, it it, uh, it it might be the best thing. Now we've seen it over the years, Clarence, haven't we? With Demarcus Ware, I mean, they've had to release players and, and move on. It's always kind of a sad day because of what you tweeted about the impact he had in the locker room. I think the fans had a a huge attachment to Zeke, and that speaks to his position. You just don't. We saw it with Demarco Murray. No matter how great your numbers are, boy, once they decline even a little bit, and and these have been declining quite a bit for a running back, you're you're going to move on. It's just not going to happen. But that doesn't that that doesn't mean. Uh, that there's still not like a huge attachment, and you saw what Jerry had to say, uh, Clarence. This I would say that uh, he was probably the most beloved player of from that 2016 on group uh, in that draft class. Probably even more than Dak because Dak's such a lightning rod, obviously because of the position he played. But for fans and even teammates, I, I would say that Zeke was probably the most beloved of all those guys. Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily go that far, you know, just because it's especially when you go by teammates and, and teammates love that. You know, they, they swear by that. 
and, and, maybe, and, maybe, yeah. and you know, the, the problem is, is this, and, and, and it's just the outside perception. It just gets so messed up because just like you say, the fans, there's a lot of fans who hate Zeke now because of the contract. And, you know, and I, I, I've seen some, some on Twitter and I said, you know, end of an era. And somebody said, what era? He only had two good years. I mean, people get so crazy and it, it, it's just, it, it just boggles my mind how people are so disrespectful as players because they get so caught up in the contract. You know, they don't have a problem with Jerry Jones making more money than God allows with the stadium and with the uh, with the with the facility in Frisco and being the richest franchise and you know richest team in, in sports all across the world. But they're mad at these players for getting money, and the Cowboys are now winning. and And so they, they, I think they take it out. You talk about people, you know, in Dak and their lack of success. But I think a lot of people respect Dak, and, and certainly a lot of people respect Zeke. You know, but yeah, he he is beloved. Within that organization, he's respected and should be respected by fans for giving his all. I mean, you can say what you want about the holdout and the contract and where he was, but Zeke never cheated anyone when he was on the field. No, I believe that. Talking to Clarence Hill, who broke this news earlier today that Zeke Elliott was going to be gone as a Cowboy and his time had come to an end. Uh, but uh, and you're right. The Cowboys made that deal. We can talk about how bad it is and how ridiculous that was to give him that kind of huge money when they did. But uh, hey, he used a great. It was a holdout. And as Steven said, boy, you better be if you're going to hold out. You better be a Zeke. You better be that player. And so again, you're right. Sometimes they hold it against the player instead of the team that did the deal. And um, and so it's kind of interesting, you know, how all that uh, plays out. Now, what do you I, – I heard you talking about it. It did not shock me to see that maybe B. John Robinson is someone on your radar, a, uh, a proud University of Texas alum that you are. But um, with Pollard coming back from injury, walk us through kind of how you think they're going to handle this. I mean, Malik – was a guy that, you know, gave him – was kind of a nice, obviously, backup-type player. I don't think you can go into it thinking, oh, we're going to get, like, a huge amount of carries from someone like that. How do you see them addressing this moving forward, knowing that Pollard may not be ready to to bulk, to, to be some kind of bell cow, 20-carry-per-game type guy? Well, I mean, and I think that they, they believe Pollard's going to be ready to play next season. But I don't think it's a situation where you try to increase Pollard's workload. You still want him to share the load. I mean, what you got from Pollard and, and his production and what you got from him, that, that's what you want. That's what you want to keep it. Uh, but certainly they have to add to the running back position in the draft and, and, certainly, and possibly as well as in free agency. That's a good free agent backs you want to want out there. But, you know, and I, you know yes, I, I'm a longhorn. But I'm not saying that you get Z, uh, 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 B. John Robinson because he's a longhorn. B. John Robinson, according to a lot of pundits, is a top five talent. You know, and if he's there at 26, how can you pass up on a top five talent at 26? And people get so caught up, but you can't draft a running back in the first round. You can't do this. That's just hogwash. You know, you get a guy at the you know in the prime of his career. And the thing about running backs is, and the thing I think that's what happened with Zeke is that. With running backs, they're at their best right away. It's not a development yeah. issue. And you got them on a rookie deal when they're in the prime of your career. They're going to be at their best the next five years. If you get a running back for five next five years in the prime of his career on a running back deal and you run him into the ground and, and, and then you can franchise for another year and then you let the chips fall where they may, that's not a bad decision. That's not a bad deal, especially with a team like you have now that's ready to win now. 
And you need weapons on this team. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think you obviously uh, do need weapons. Although you know how they are, they'll have miraculous recoveries. Gallup's gonna have a a wonderful off season. He'll he'll show up and he'll be a a new man. So you know how these off season storylines go. Uh, Clarence, have you ever tried the Bijan Mustardson? Uh, Bijan, he had a mustard named after him. They had it at the state fair. Did you give that a try, or are you a mustard guy? I'm not necessarily a mustard guy. I have not tried to be John mustard. The only time I, I eat mustard on, sometimes on hamburgers and, and, and certainly on corny dogs, but outside of that, you know, I, I really don't have any mustard in my life. <laughs> I no mustard in my life. I kind of want to just keep that and play that back to myself every now and then. Clarence uh, Hill Jr. joining the Matt Mosley Show, one of his favorite shows in all of Central Texas and across the state. Um, now, the Stephon Gilmore trade, um, obviously it addresses a major need for the Cowboys. As you've been talking to some of your associates, your network of spies across the league, hey, what do you think Stephon still has? Uh, what do you think he still brings to the table? Clarence, um, what do you, uh, you know, how good a deal? In, in, a, in a sense, this is the reverse deal of Amari. It's like they only had to give up a fifth rounder, and they get a, an extremely productive player, although obviously he's 2019, he was the best defensive player uh, in the league. So um, age-wise and, and kind of how they got him, what do you think about that trade? What kind of grade are you putting on that one? Well, I mean, that's only a beat. Uh, if, if not an A, and, and you got to understand the need at the position, uh, what you gave up, and, and the caliber of player you're getting. You know, certainly you're not getting 2019 defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore, but consider what you have at the position. Is he better than what you played with last year? You know, this is an upgrade of, of Anthony Brown and everything you played with going back to Tito Abouzier and everybody else that you played back there. Most definitely. And you got an experienced cornerback to go with those safeties. Now you got Stephon Gilmore to go with Trevon Diggs, go with those three safeties you got. And Deron Bland, the impressive rookie last year, you don't have to force him out on the field. You know, you can play him. Uh, you got Jordan Lewis coming back. You know, you, 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 this is a nice defense, nice secondary. And to add Se- uh, Stephon Gilmore, this was a plus for the Cowboys. That was a great day yesterday, resigning their players and acquiring Stephon Gilmore. We've criticized the Cowboys a lot in the past for, for not doing much in free agency. And this is not a splash move. They only gave a fifth-round pick. He's only getting $7 million. He's 33 years old. But it was an upgrade. And the job is to upgrade the team. Yeah, and to restructure like every contract. This is one of the great restructuring teams out there in the league. Uh Clarence, so I, I love I, I today. Even right before you came on with us, Tyron Smith. I, I mean, you had that news. That Tyron Smith uh, redoes his deal. So uh, nobody addresses that like the Cowboys. Some might argue that maybe they didn't get the contract right in the first place, but that's okay. They can come back and save on uh, some money. Now, Clarence, what do they? Well, let, me, uh, let me clarify. Let me clarify some things just from you, from, from an inside guy. You know, you know, I know you haven't been a beat writer in a long time. <laughs> no, they're not, they're not in, these restructures are just accounting. Okay, they're they're not saving money. They're not saving cash. 
They're just moving money around for accounting. Oh, I know. But they're helping okay. themselves on the cap. Um, yes. You know, it, yes. I guess when you say they're, they're trying to get the contract right, they're not, getting, they're not changing the contract. They just can't, they're just changing how it looks on paper. You know, like, they're not really getting their money now. Like, Dak Prescott is not getting all of his signing bonus now. He's going to still get it paid out. But on paper, it's going to look like that. You know, this is that yeah. freedom accounting to the NFL just – you know, you're like, what, what, what are we doing? This sour cap thing is just, it's, it's hogwash. But it's more creative accounting. Yeah, we have, uh, we have friends who do some creative accounting uh, in the middle of next month uh, on an annual yeah. basis. Well, it's April. <laughs> it's time. It's tax season. You've done your taxes yet. <laughs> oh, well, hey, I'm a, big, I'm a big delay that, you know, uh, file <laughs> extension. I kind of like to file. Yeah. I know that doesn't shock you. Clarence Hill from the uh, Star-Telegram. Now, what did they do? Uh, there was one player, I think Micah Parsons was putting it out there. Okay, let's go get DeAndre now. The players always love to play the role of GM. And, and, and kind of get the word out there. Hey, let's get let's do this next. What are you um, What are you sensing? Uh, do you, are you sensing they're going to address the wide receiver position more in the draft, or do you feel like something may be coming up? Again, I think this is a situation where you have to do it both in the draft and free agency. No, you you need to help in the draft, and you you cannot ignore uh, options out there in free agency. And and you know, obviously, you know, Jerry Jones is still in love with Odell Beckham and. You know, you have a trade for DeAndre Hopkins, who's actually working out in Dallas and has been using Dez Bryant to curry favor locally because uh, he's working out with Dez Bryant to get the you know the Cowboys interested in him. You know, you, know, you would have to trade uh, something with the Cardinals to get him. Uh, but, you know, they, they need to do something. And the, the sad part is there are not a lot of exciting options on the free market. You know, you want to do it, but, you know, outside of, you know, Juju just signed with New England and, a lot of the receivers are going off the board. And, and so do you, do you trade for Brandon Cook for Houston? Do you trade for DeAndre Hopkins or you just sign for Odell Beckham? Because you don't just want to sign a guy. You want to sign a guy that can help you. You want to acquire a guy that can help you. OBJ. OBJ has shown up on the wish list of one Aaron Rodgers, and that's the other big news today. Aaron Rodgers says he's headed to the Jets. Our man, uh, our man uh, Trey Wingo has been vindicated after having that news and and uh, it, it yesterday. So anyway, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting to see how he does with the Jets and if this wish list comes true. As uh, have you noticed, Clarence, that Randall Cobb? Like I don't even remember him being that good when he was with the Cowboys, and yet no, as Randall long Cobb as great, he was a good player, and he's a great friend of Aaron Rodgers. Great guy in the locker room. I love Mr. Randall Cobb. Love Mr. Randall Cobb. Okay. I don't remember him doing that much when he was here, but I do. I, I think he's a good guy, but it is funny. As long as he signed him, and then he signed with uh, Houston as a free agent. Correct. You know, which actually precipitated them going after CeeDee Lamb in the draft that year, the next year. Going after C. Oh, yeah. Yeah. CD Lamb. Uh, well, yeah. All right, uh, Clarence. Always, uh, always fun to catch up with you, and uh, congrats on a nice scoop today. And uh, we will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, man. Thank you. Clarence Hill Jr. joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We got another uh, 